presence, Lord. Well, Father God, we just come together this evening thanking you for the favor, thanking you for your grace, thanking you for your mercy, thanking you that you woke us up this morning in our side mound. Health, thank you for our health and strength. Thank you, Father, for being able to see to this day. Father God, most of all, thank you for your son, Jesus, that you sent to save our lost soul. Father God, we I just say stand uh, prayer and covering for all those that's online and all those that will soon be online and all those that are not able to get online today just extend uh, the blessings to them Father God and I, I thank each and every one that has joined us today we pray this in Jesus name amen I I was asking if you all that, that I sent that song out because it's saying I won't go back and hopefully it, it you had an opportunity to really listen to it really listen to the song and, and decide and you know we're in a new year thank God we made it you know some people didn't made it so I just want to give it applause I made it I made it over to the to 2022 and what we as as we studied last week yeah it's it's wonderful we made it you know when you really think well, everybody didn't make it Everybody didn't make it in sound mind. So we thank God that he chose us to be able to make it. Everybody didn't make it. And everybody don't have a relationship to him, with him to even know why they didn't make it or why they're, they're still lost. There's so many still lost. But we do know that God has a purpose and plan for each and every one of us. Uh, and our, our theme we talked about last last. Uh, Last Sunday, I, I gave you the theme that we're going to be mostly focusing on this year, and that's in, uh, let's see, let, let me turn this off here. That's going to be on uh, Isaiah, we're going to start out with Isaiah 61 and, and go through all, I think it's eight, verse, eight or nine verses, we're going to go through that. But with each verse, I want to be able to relate it in the New Testament as to what Jesus said, because and Isaiah was uh, telling what was going to happen in the future. And Jesus came and, and all of it uh, happened when Jesus came. Every word came true that uh, Isaiah was saying. And so our theme is Isaiah 61 and 7 says, For your shame you shall have double, and for confusion they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land they shall possess the double everlasting joy shall be unto them and he's talking to us uh that's what isaiah was saying to the people this is what's going to happen uh in in our shame god the way god gave it to me he said he's going to give us double for our trouble and that's exciting you all to know that we did go through a whole lot of things in 2021 and I, I want I want us to do this. Look at it this way. Now, 2021 is behind us. If you drug all the emotions, all the unforgiveness, all the vomit into 2022, you're not going to make it. He tells us to lay aside every weight. All that stuff you were holding on to, you should have left it in 2021. In order to be prosperous, 
we we need to get a, a focus, get a new view as to what God, uh, what we want God to do for us. He already said He's going to give us double for our trouble, and so all that trouble that you had, leave it back there. Just if if you haven't left it back there, just take some time and and and, and tell God, you know, I, I I'm going forward. I repent. I'm not going to take all this junk with me. When you have heavy weights, you cannot you cannot go far. It's it's uh. I don't know, just look as a suit, a suitcase. You're getting ready to go on this trip. And and the trip that you're going on is a, a trip that you're going on. You got to pack a suitcase. I, I don't think I've ever been on a trip where I didn't have a, no, yes, I have. I've been on one trip, a business trip one time. And I won't, won't going to be there but a couple of days. So I didn't take a suitcase. I just couple, took a little small bag and that was with the toiletries or whatever in it. Because I was at the status then. I could buy whatever I wanted. Just bought me outfits when I was there. But think of this this way, you all. We're going into a brand new year. Everything, the days, the lights, and, and everything's the same. But spiritually, uh, with godly wisdom, the dates have changed. The, the year has ended. He gave us 365 days, and that has ended for 2021. Now we're on day two of 2022. So we, we, we uh, I know I don't do resolutions. I've never done a resolution, but it is good to kind of focus as what you want to do. Are you going to do the same thing you did in 2021? Are you going to do something different? And I pray that each, each and everyone go ahead and do something different. Now, uh, one one of the the scriptures that we're going to look at today is let let me get down here to it. Uh, we're we're going to look at uh, let's see, Exodus twenty, and that's the Ten Commandments. Somebody grab that. We're going to discuss that also. But he and Hebrews twelve and one, so we're we're trying to get focused. Uh, get ready to uh, enlarge. We're asking God to enlarge our territory this year. What we did last year, we were sitting in. The, we were coming out of the house, and we didn't go many places. We did a few things, but I don't know if anyone asked God to enlarge your territory, do something different with me, and and said in order for Him to do that this year, we we got to lay down some stuff. If we drug, drug some, all of us probably did drag, drag something into 2022. So we're going to ask God, Hebrews 12 and 1 says, Wherefore, seeing we also are a compass, compass about with so great a cloud of witnesses. That means we've got a whole bunch of people looking at us. Those that's gone on to heaven. Uh when you read this in Hebrew, read it in a different version and understand. It says, let us lay aside every weight. That's W-E-I-G-H-T. That's what God is saying. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience, patience the race that is set before us. Let us run with the race that is set before us. You can't run with heavy suitcases on. Um, 
if you're trying to go down the street or, or run, I know I've had to catch the bus many a times. I could not be carrying big suitcases trying to uh, run and catch the bus. Even if you're trying to run and catch a plane, uh, trying to get to your gate, you, you had had to have checked your luggage. If you didn't check your luggage and you got a carry-on, you can't run with that carry-on. Even if you got wheels on it, it'll slow you down a little bit. So going in 22, all those weights that we had, we need to lay them down. So we're going to look at that a little bit and what the weights are. Uh, now, the, the weights, we're going to look at the weights. It said, set aside everything that so easily beseech you. All the weights. that When, you, when uh, we look at weights, we could actually look at a weight as a sin. A lot, a lot of times, we don't, some things we don't even look at it, you all. So we're going to uh, basic look at some basics today. Then what are the three sins, three worst sins? Just we go. This is what the computer said. The three worst sins. One of them is evil thoughts. That's a weight. Uh, evil thought is a weight. We're not supposed to have any evil thoughts. Uh, another another one uh, is a lustful appetite. That's a weight. That's something you hold a lustful appetite, be lustful a person, lustful a thing, person, place, or thing. Lustful, lustful is 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 not an actual godly emotions, but we all all get greedy sometimes. We we uh, it's like gluttony, fornication, and a ver a various of uh different other things, wrath and all of that, uh, vainglory. Corruption of your mind, sorrow, pride, that's a weight. Pride is a weight because there's something, there's one word that says pride comes before the fall. You get prideful before you stumble. You get so prideful, you're not watching where you're going. And you bump into a rock or either to thump your toes and you fall. We get arrogant. Some people get very arrogant when they get a big pocketbook. Get, get millions or thousands of dollars. They get arrogant with it. Uh, let's see, what's another? Sorrow, pride, and discouragement. Discouragement is the weight. When we listen to what other people are saying to us instead of listening to God, reading his word for ourselves, getting an understanding, and we're always trying to appease someone else, those are those heavy on your heart. That's the weight you're carrying. But so God is saying, lay aside all of that stuff. Lay all that stuff. And uh, let, let's see, I wanted to go, I did a little bit more study. And I want us to please st study it. When we look at these scriptures, study it. And uh, now in the Bible, envy is a sin. Had you ever, ever thought about that? Envy, when you envious of somebody else, uh, if I say, well, Pat got her brand new car and I'm envious of it. I can't even get in no car and drive it. I can't even drive a car. No, I can drive this wheelchair, but I can't drive no car right now. But when you, when you, jealous, jealousy is a sin. When we're looking at what somebody else got, envious. A lot of times, if we could get up and do what the, if we don't know what it costs a person to have whatever they have, we don't know the trials they had to go through or how hard they work, how hard they work. I, I, 
I used to feel sorry for people that didn't have anything, but finally, after reading the word of God more and more and more and more, Jesus said right in his word that the poor people, the poor will be with us always. But you don't have to be poor if you don't want to. God has given us all of us gifts and talents. It's just where your mentality is as to whether or not you want to, you have the drive to do something more. I know, I know for a fact that being that I grew up in a family of 14 children and my mom and dad, so I was 16 in the household. My daddy worked and he had us work. He didn't allow us to lay around in the bed 11, 12, uh, 2 or 3 o'clock during the daytime. No, on Saturday, no way. No way. On, on Saturdays, everybody got down to clean. Everybody that could use a rag or a mop or wash dishes, we cleaned, washed the walls. We, we worked. And then when we graduated from high school, he gave us a choice. You either go to work, go to college, or go to military. We had three choices. Three choices. And most of the choices was to get out of his house and do something because he, he was not a slothful man. So we didn't see slothfulness in front of us. But a lot of folks weren't growing up that way. So therefore, they have no ambition to do anything. They're like sticking, sticking in the crowd, in the crab basket, I call it. Always down in the crab basket and don't want to do anything else. Uh, so envy is a sin. Jealousy is a sin. Uh, a lot of people can't grasp the difference between envy and jealousy. Can someone give give me a quick definition of your interpretation of envy and your interpretation of jealousy? Come on, y'all, and speak up loud, please. Well, my interpretation is... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Miss I, I, I don't know. I, I used to see a lot of it in workforce I'm retired now but whenever someone got promoted and someone thought they should have the job but they didn't get the job it you know you see a lot of it uh -huh. that came under jealousy okay okay anyone else come on y'all let's talk oh you know jealousy could be with anything um when people get clothes, new shoes, um, a husband, anything, and people get so jealous. That that uh, now that is envy. envy. That, that that's that that know, falls under envy. That's it, over it, envy? Yeah, that's I, I think that's more so envy because when you're uh lusting after what someone else has, that's more according to the Bible, that's more of an envy. Je jealousy is that uh, you don't care that the other person got jealousy this way. You don't want it because you know what the person might have taken. It took for them to get it. So you're just a hater. Jealousy is like being a hater. You just don't like the person to have anything. See, there's a little bit of slight. The envy is you lust and you want it. And why can't I have that? Why can't I have it? Jealousy is how did they get it? You know, why do they have to have that? You don't like the other person to have it, but jealousy is that you want it. Envy, uh, envy is you that's want it, what I'm they sorry, have. Girl, huh? I'm sorry, dear, to break in, but you hit it right on the point. That's why I said you see a lot of that in the workplace. In the workplaces, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> somebody else got it. Yeah, because somebody else got it. Now, I see a lot of it in, I see a lot of uh, jealousy in the church. 
when someone is up maybe speaking and teaching, I'll use myself as an example. When I started out teaching in the church, oh, way, way back in the 90s, I started teaching as, as a Sunday school, and then I was over the women's group, and somebody always wanted to challenge me on the word on whatever the word of God said. Now, I'm one of these strict people. If God said it, I don't change it. I stick right with what the Bible said. There's all kinds of interpretations. But if God said it, it's true. And I have become and matured, and that's how we should be, that we don't care what other people think. Because if they don't believe it, oh, well, if they, if they don't believe what you're saying, they need to go study and get it for themselves then. Not just uh, slamming you because they can't get it because they don't believe you're right. Uh, why you? Why the, a lot of it was a position. Uh, a lot of times when you step out and do something, people don't like it, and so that they right. they get haters in their heart. They hate you because you're doing something. I I, I okay. I I'll use Quintina for Mama because she won't get upset. She has a gift. I can bake anything. There are some people that don't like the fact that she's baking. But if they had any sense, they could get up and 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 train, 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 bake, make mistakes, bake some more, make mistakes, and she could they could do the gifts. Her work is beautiful. It's it's not nasty looking work. It's not half done work. It's perfect work. That's a professional work, and and that's the and envious where oh oh my neighbor got a car. Let me run and see can I get me a car too. That's the envy. That's the envy part of it. But you know. Uh, in in this social law now nowadays, what what they do with you? If they don't like what you're doing, they cancel you. Well, you all have heard of that, right? They don't like how you said it. That is really out in the community now. Uh, one one thing I uh, I think I've given you all this example, and I saw this on Dr. Phil's show. First time I ever heard of cancel was on Dr. Phil. It was a, a well known professor. And he was teaching a particular thing, uh, and I think it had something to do around racism. And the persons didn't like the way he taught it. And so they started a rumor, and they canceled the man so much that he lost his entire job. I think that was more more of haters. That That's what the cancellation part is. And th that happens now a lot. I've had people to call me. They don't know, well, why haven't you called me for a while? The downtown goes both ways, honey. Well, they ain't going to call you no more. Good. I blocked the number so they don't have to be worried about calling me. We have to be, stand up for what we know. We're, we're not to be mammy-pammy letting people uh, poop all over our heads. If you know it's right, you do what's right. And I do understand and to see now what is happening in this world now. Uh, we call it envy. We call it jealousy. But the way I look at it now, there is only there. There is a social law, and our and we should have a personal sense of morality. But I'm seeing that less and less in in twenty, well, twenty twenty one up to twenty twenty one. I saw less and less of it, and twenty twenty two. I know I'm going to see even more. Now, in, the, in our own being, morality is not the same uh, definition as it was when I was a teenager. We had a standard. My parents had the standard. The co women in the community had a standard. Uh, even though you, most of us, see, my family, we were always in the church, but there was some that was never in the church, but they still had a moral standard. 
that knows the difference between right and wrong and what the what I, I, I call it they uh, didn't, didn't like what it tastes like. But we, we had a, a, a standard as to what we're going to do. I know back then, when I was a teenager, uh, in, in what, 18, 19, we had, we had an old swing on the front porch. Uh, when we lived in the projects, the old swing, sit, old, and they're sitting out there at 14 in the backyard now. And uh, my mama would sit right there by the front door in her big old chair. And me and my friend would sit out on the porch. And sit right there, and a lot of times my daddy would come out there and sit. And the swing, if the swing was squeaked, don't be, don't be moving that swing. Sit still. And then when it would come dust, would lean any time for your friend to go home. That was a moral standard. But now they can come in the house, sleep in the same bed with you. And we, these women now, don't care what goes on in their house. They have no, the moral standard have gone. But we're gonna we're gonna see how we can recapture and stand up for it, and that's why we're gonna look at Exodus twenty about the Ten Commandments. So I'm gonna call of of, of you all. Well, I'm gonna ask you to read one of the commandments, and then uh, I want you to kind of explain it. We're gonna go fast. We're gonna go fast, but we got a half an hour left. So I'm not gonna do more than an hour. And I want participation on this because this is what we need in order to be able to go into to uh, get double for our trouble in 2022. If we have no moral standards, don't expect no 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 double for your trouble. If you're gonna do the same old mess you did in 21, don't expect nothing different in 22. Don't don't expect God to do this. This year here, you all is the year of the Lord's favor. This is favor of God. He will give us favor if we're in the right standing with him. So first thing, even though this is the Old Testament and Jesus has fulfilled all of this, he's still a standard. It is a standard that was placed before us and Jesus walked every one of these standards out and, and he tells us in the New Testament. So next week we're going to look at the New Testament where these same standards are still, still how we're still still supposed to hold these moral uh, laws. Now, the first one, who wants to read the first? Come on, y'all, please. Somebody. Okay. Okay. Okay, so what now tell me what that means to you? Well, first first of all, go back to the very beginning before that. Yeah, go go back to where it says you should have no other. Read that one. That's three. Not the beginning after. I have it in. I have it out of order. Go go ahead. Read three. You read read two and three and read two again. Uh-huh. 
like this. Uh, Pluto's and all of this. And, uh, and he's saying that he is the only one that we should worship. We should worship. Amen. Okay. Think about this, you all. Sometimes we worship our car. We worship our kids. We've got to make sure our kids in every sport there is. And, and that's where we are on Sundays. We don't take no time to go worship God. We worship the games. We, we, we love football. We can't do nothing. If a football game on, we can't do nothing else. We can't even get on the prayer line sometimes because we've got to watch that football game. There, there was, we have so many other gods before us. When we stop and think about it, we have quite a few other gods before us. Our jobs can be gods. We've come workaholic. My brother worked 17 hours a day, seven days, seven days a week until he worked himself down. He worked himself down working 17 hours a day, seven days a week. He, he just worked, worked, worked. And he told me he didn't have nothing else to do. Some of us are just that very same. Some of us idle our children. Idle our, our uh, like I said, I already said, idle our houses. We have other gods. He said, don't have no other gods before me, but we do that. That that messes up with our moral standard when we got another god. Another god. Go ahead uh, down to four. Somebody. Thou shalt not make unto thee any great image or any liking of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water underneath the earth. Okay. Um, it's, it's the same thing about um, making an image, like a... Um, um, just like say Buddha, like right exactly yeah that's a form of form of uh, images uh now some yeah. some theologian says even that you're not supposed to have a picture of god we haven't seen him anyway so whatever whatever inter whatever vision it is somebody's vision now with jesus he walked among us i'm quite sure somebody had a picture of him as to how he looked then and it passed down through the generation so uh, we have some knowledge as to what he's talking about. Did someone else have a different version of this scripture? Did anyone have a different version? Which number are we at right now? We're on number, let's see, the three, is it a three? Four. Four, four, number four. Then somebody be thinking about doing five so we can keep it moving. We got 10, got, got to go to 10. So somebody be thinking about five. Pat, did you have a different version of four? Uh, Exodus 20 of the Ten Commandments. Okay, Exodus 20. So you want me to read four? Yes. Uh -huh. and okay, what I got the, uh, uh, okay, I got the, the Living Bible version. Okay. You shall not make yourself any idols, any images resembling animals, birds, or fish. Okay. And you want me to read five? 
Uh, go ahead with five, yes. You must never bow to any image or worship it in any way, for I, the Lord your God, am very possessive. I will not share your affection with any other God. All right, you all. Who, who has another version of that one? Okay, you all, you all, do you all get that verse? This, this is a deep verse, and a lot of time we totally look yes, over, it totally yes, look yes, over. He is. said he, he hates, he hates. Uh, he said he's a jealous of God, and he'll punish the children for the sin of the parents to third and fourth generations of those that hate him. He didn't say the ones that lo loved him. He said those that hate him, he was gonna punish the children. That's a generational curse that goes down. One, two, three, third, fourth generation. So I can back up, you know, I'm in the fourth generation. Back back up to, now the fourth generation would, would be down to my grandmother. I think that's how it was. I, I'm, say if I'm four, my mother is three, my grandmother is two, and her father would be one first generation so whatever the father did my great my great grandfather did if he he did if he has sinned or created a curse that meant it went all the way down to me and it's still and if i continue it'll go all down to my great grandchildren that's how far these things will go. That's why we have to know what we're doing. We got to have a moral standards we some of this stuff we do we do it just out of ignorance but the word right here said that uh, he said that he, you should not bow down to them or worship. He's talking about these idols or other images. We shouldn't bow down to them. Just because your great-grandfather served Buddha, you're not, you don't have no relationship with God. And whatever he did uh, uh, with, with Buddha is going to go down to your generation, go down to your, your great-grandchildren or whomever. Do y'all get it what I'm saying here? Yes. All right. All right. I just want to make sure we got it clear here so there's no mistakes. So you want to make sure that you'll be able to receive what God is is going to give to you, but you can't receive it if you got blinders on, not knowing the difference between right and wrong. So, uh, the world has caused us to, to just blink at. God does not wink at sin. He does not, you all. But the world has conditioned us so that uh, in this new world, sin is not sin anymore. Just because I envy what you got, that's not a sin in this new world. Just because I don't like you, uh, I, because you got a big house, that I'm jealous of what you got. In this new world, that ain't no big sin. It's just, oh, well. I can just cancel you. Cancellation is sin. And God hates that. Uh -huh. And it goes all the way down to to the fourth generation from you. You count them down. You, your children, your children's children, and, and their children. Four generations it'll go down to. Just because you hated somebody, you were jealous of what somebody else had. That's how deep this word is. And it's true. 
If you don't believe me, just read it again and ask the Spirit of God to give you an understanding. That's why we walk in not completeness because the little things, what they say, the little foxes is the one that stumbles up. The little foxes is the ones that goes after the vines and eat the vines up. The little foxes, not the big things that you see. It's the little bit of things that we do. Little bit of things that we do. Now somebody go to six and seven. And we'll discuss it together. Six and seven. And show mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Okay. Thou shalt not, uh, go ahead. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltily that take his name in vain. Y'all get that one? That's the little stuff we do. We think it's nothing. We curse all the time. But, 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 but God, uh, do all kind of cursing. He said, don't take my name in vain. Don't be using my name as your, your secular curse word. That's a sin, you all. You won't get that double blessing he's going to give you. These are the little things that we do to keep God from giving us our four. He said, I'll give you double this year. I won't double. I'm going to watch my mouth. I'm going to watch my attitude and everything. He said, it said, those that love him, he said, to show mercy to the thousands of generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. I'll read it again so it can soak in. He said, but showing mercy. First, he said the, the, he was going to put the curse on the fourth, the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me. Then he said, but showing love to a thousand generation of those who love me and keep my commandments. You choose this day what you're going to do. Are you going to keep the commandments? The world says these 10 commandments are old fashioned. But God is saying you don't keep them. You're going to be cursed. Your family's going to be cursed during the fourth generation. But if you love me and obedient, you're going to get double. Right. Uh, and then in, in, in 7... He, the w one thing I hear this, uh, you all hear it just like I do. And sometimes we use it ourselves. Then when we use it ourselves, make sure you repent and ask God to forgive you for using his name in vain. Cursing. Cursing. And that's one of the things, uh, uh, lying on God. Oh, man, that's one of the biggest things. I've seen so many preachers lie on God. They say God said it. God ain't said nothing like that. That's why we need to know his word for ourselves. Read that word itself. I, if if you don't know what the word said, and if when someone somebody said to you and you and say something a prophecy or whatever to you, and it makes your stomach ball, you best go ask the Holy Spirit what they mean. Cause that's the Holy Spirit trying to tell you it's not right. And a lot of times, what we do, we just let it bypass our head because the preacher said it, our teacher said it. Especially our culture, we have gone through a whole lot of that because I, you know, I, I was in a church and uh, this man was, and the pastor, it was a guest speaker, and the pastor said, "Well, he can't read, and he's got all these words for God." The man stood up there and lied so much. Only I can read, and some of the little stuff he changed the words, and it's not what God said. That's why we have to know how to read for us. If you can't read now, they got these Bibles and everything. All you got to do is push a button and it can read it to you. There's no excuse anymore for anyone 
anyone, if you say you can't read, there are too many ways. You got a big old, got an iPhone. The iPhone can do it. Even an Android phone can read the Bible to you. So there's no excuses. When we stand from before God, you're going to say, well, I didn't do this because I, I didn't know how to read. And he's going to say, depart. I don't know you. I wouldn't take that chance. I, I, 2022, I want my double blessings for all I went through in 2021. I lost a lot of friends in 2021. Uh, and a lot of my friends had health problems in 2021, and they're still stuck back there. I talked to one today. She's still stuck in 2021. So I said, well, you don't want to go forward. I can't talk to you. I'm not going to waste my time on anybody. God gives off all of us common sense. And a lot of people don't have common sense and stop pacifying these folks. They don't want common sense Amen. because they don't want it. And we're wasting, you're wasting Amen. your time when you're trying to uh, condition them to believe what God said. If the, if the, the God said the Holy Spirit would do the wooing. If the Holy Spirit can't Amen. change anybody's mind, you can't either. You can't either. That's what the word of God said. They told Jesus, last week we studied, they told Jesus in Luke 24, they said to him, Jesus said he couldn't do any miracles in his own, own hometown because everybody knew him. Everybody knew him, so he couldn't do nothing. If he did anything, it was very, very little. And we have to understand that even in our natural world here. Nobody wants to hear what you're saying when, when they used to sleep beside you in the bed. They really don't believe it because of your actions. You can repent and change all of that, but see, most of them ain't going to believe it anyway. They say, oh, he's from Nazareth. He's down in that town. His father was a carpenter. My my father, what, what, they used to call him a town drunk, but I know who he was. All 14 of them knew him. He was a strong man. If I always say this, y'all. If you had 14 children, you would drink too. If you had 14 children, you would drink. That's right. <laughs> drink with one okay i had three i had three and 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 i had hennessy for breakfast lunch and dinner but i still had some wisdom because of the way i was trained but when i finally come to my sense and learned that the the hennessy and the weed was keeping me from being focused and understanding and then even though I was, you know how the Bible tells us to train up a child where, which way they'll go. I had the training, but when I got out of the house, I got into what the world was doing. And when I was in the in the telephone company as an executive, and I had to take clients to dinner, first thing you're going to do is order a nice bottle of wine for your client. And you sit there, you drink it with the client. But when, after after years of that, no, this isn't what I want. So I'm retired. I don't do that. I got a different focus now. A different focus is just to teach teach the word of God. How if you want to have a healthy, a double life, prosperous life, you we got to go by what the word of God here says. Let's go ahead on you all. You get me on these uh, in this. Uh, I don't want to stop. Let's go to somebody read eight and nine. Yeah, thank you for sharing wisdom. <laughs> Come on, y'all, read. Seven days, keep it as, as a special day for me. Uh -huh. You have six days every day, every week to do all your work. Okay. That's the easy Bible that I was, I'm reading from. The easy Bible, okay. Did you want to expound on that, Eddie? Keep it holy. Six days, share thy labor and do all thy work. 
Okay. All right, so I'll, I'll go explain it. Now, the seventh day in this generation, uh, after Jesus died, everything changed. Before the Sabbath was, uh, we don't know if it was Saturday or whatever. It was just, it was just the, the seventh, S-E-V-E-N, seventh, T-H, the seventh day. That's what Sabbath was. That's how God chose it. For that day, they wasn't supposed to do any work. In this dispensation, the seventh day, how the week goes, a week start with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday. The week begins on a Monday. That's how our week goes. And yeah, there are some denominations that worship uh, say say that Saturday is the seventh day, and that's their theology. But the theology that I teach from is the Holy Bible. And in the, after Jesus died on the cross and the veil ripped, everything changed, you all. Everything changed. Yeah, yeah. But those that were, yeah. the Pharisees and all that were still worshiping the old God that would not, the old way to God that would not accept Jesus the new way, there are so many uh, organizations that say Jesus is just a prophet. The Holy Bible tells me he was the son of God. So you have to choose this day, which, which yeah. one you're going to serve, how you're going to see it. So he said, we work six days. On the seventh day is rest. And I've, I've seen the teachings and I'm learning. Do whatever you, you want to do six days a week. And on the seventh day, you need to take some rest. Take, take, take a day off and do nothing. Uh, when, as a leader, if you are a leader in church or whatever, you're working on Sunday when you go in and you worship and you play the piano, you're preaching, you're teaching. Well, that's work. That's work. And so when you yeah. come to the next day, you need to shut yourself down, shut out people, do something for yourself, do no work, relax. Robert Morris has a very yeah. good teaching on that if you all want to go in and listen to some of his teaching. You, you, everybody needs a day. Even, even I don't even go in and try, anything that's uh, associated with work, you should not do. My son can also be uh, work and it's a gift, it's a talent. I love creating stuff. Created so on my day off before I stopped completely retired, I would start to create it even more. But on Sundays, I, I really didn't do any sewing. And the old the old women, my mother them, they made sure everything was done on Saturday and on Sundays. All they had to do was warm it up a little bit, or cook a little rice, or mash some potatoes. They didn't do no full heavy duty um, uh, cooking on Saturdays. They just get up and do a bunch of ironing and stuff on, on Sundays. They didn't do all of that. I'd rather they cooked on Saturdays. They didn't do heavy duty. So he says, six days you shall labor. Think about what is labor for you. In this disposition, what is labor? And so the thing is, to have a good, healthy life, a balance, that is a balanced life. Balance your work and balance your peace. Balance some time to enjoy yourself. If you're a workaholic, you're going to die early like Larry Sidney Bryant did. He died early because he was a workaholic and his body couldn't take it anymore. His body went down. Got into bad health. And that's why well, a lot of times we're in the bad health. We work, 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 work. We think, 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 think. A lot of times we stress, 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 stress. Over junk. Over junk that ain't worth even thinking about. Because if you worry, God can't hear your prayers anyway. I'm going to say that again. If you worry, he would not hear your prayers because you're trying to take care of it. 
If you don't believe me, Google it and look in the Bible. I'm not going to give you the scripture, but you, you, you can't worry and ask God to bless you. You can't worry and ask God to give you double. What, he's going to give you double of your trouble again? Is that what you want? But he's not going to honor it. He, he will not honor it. He, that's what his word says. He will not honor it. Let's go ahead to 10. Uh, I'll do 10. But the seventh day is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. The seventh day, we said that way, is a day of rest to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. This is how it was then. Uh, this day, this this seven day, seven days, a rest day is, is more of a personal day now. What day is your personal day to do nothing? Uh, in the Old Testament, when God gave these commandments, uh, the seventh day, we don't know what day it was, what day of a week it was. I, I don't know. I haven't read it in the way, in what day it was. Because back then, they didn't have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So we don't know what day it was. But like I said, there's some theologies that say Saturday is the one. But that stuff came when uh, people started hearing all these crazy visions and they decided what day is the seventh day based on the religion that you're in. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to hold long. Hopefully I, you all got something out of the lesson. And our lesson is still a continuation on living in the kingdom of God. Living in the kingdom of God is what we where we want to be. Yes, we live in this world, but we have a standard. We want to be able to live in the kingdom of God, follow his word, and, and know the fact that the spirit of God that lives in us has a standard of how, how we should live, uh, what we should do. Our ethics, you know, if you have an ethics standard, you have a moral standard anymore, do you just go and, yeah, you know, you all, we all, we all make mistakes. But one thing that Jesus said in, in Luke, you either repent or you perish. Jesus said that. He said, you either repent or you perish. Vera didn't say it. Jesus said, you either repent or you perish. And that's what I say to each and every one. When you know you're doing wrong, go ahead and repent. He ain't going to bother you. He'll, he'll forget about it. But if you just hold on to a shame to repent, that means you're going to hold on to weights. You got more stuff you got stuck in your bag. And when you get ready to run, you ain't going to be able to run because you got too much stuff you're holding on. Amen. Amen. A any comments, you all? Please give me a comment. If you got any comments. You all get so quiet. We're going to start Zooming this because I don't want to see whether or not you're even, even live. I'm, I'm going to have to Zoom this Bible study. Because when I don't hear comments, that means you're not paying attention. I've learned that because I, I, I'm an educated woman. And I've been in a lot of classes. And that's what the teacher says. If you don't have no comment, you mean you didn't get it. All right. We got it. Uh, well, how did I know y'all got it? I ain't hearing nothing. Any any testimonies that we should share? You know, our testimonies always encourage someone else. Uh-huh. And he's not going to tolerate that's the word. jealousy or your time devoted to him. Uh-huh. 
devoted to anyone else. Right. Any images or anything, and you got time for that, but you don't have time. And we have so many distractions out here that don't keep us focused on God. That's right. That is so perfect. Thank you for saying it that way. That is so perfect, you all. We we got all kind of distractions, all kind of distractions, and. When we said, "Well, my son got a football game today. I can't. I can't go to church. Or I can't t sit down and, and and pray. I don't have time to do that. I got to run and do this." Even in the Old Testament, you know, the servants, uh, they they said in the Old Testament, even the servants couldn't do anything on the Sabbath. Can you imagine the owner uh, had hundreds of servants and they didn't they couldn't do anything uh, on Saturday? But you know what? You all think about back during slavery time. We had. They had one day off, and it's in the slavery history. They had at least one day they could do something they want, do whatever they want. Uh, this one thing that I, I don't know if you all know what uh, Kwanzaa is. Kwanzaa started in back in 1966 when one professor decided, you know, uh, because of the slaves didn't have a, he, he related that time to this dispensation that really Christmas uh it was a worldly view it wasn't saying that we serve god on christmas but the slaves always had to work and do for the slave master and so the week after slavery they, they the master gave them a week off so in 19 this this is long 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 from slavery time but in 1966 one professor i can't remember his name this professor come up with uh the burning of the candles and to be able to do something each day. That is something you can Google and, and read also. It encourages you to know that certain days of, of your life, you, you're supposed to sit down and think about, focus on some things. What do you believe in? What do you think? You we have rights to you all. We have rights to believe certain things, think certain things, but they got to be of God. They got to be similar to God. It can't be some old made up flaky stuff. And a lot of us are made up and flaky because we, we turn to objects and we do things because we don't want people to fuss at us or address us with things. I learn how to be when people bring their vomit to you. Don't always be so readily to pick up a spoon and eat it. I'll say it again to click in what I'm saying. When people bring their vomit to you, don't always be ready to pick up a spoon and eat it. I don't even listen to crap people say. I don't want to hear it. I really don't want to hear it. And it took growth to get to this point where I'm at. If you've got issues and it's the same issue you had last year, don't don't come bring that mess to me because you ain't do nothing about it. I heard one this morning. I had to tell the lady. I said, you know, she ain't saved. What? Yes, she is saying she's teaching every day. No, 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 no. When you got common sense, when when you don't take care of yourself healthy, you don't eat the right kind of foods. You don't drink. You stop drinking sodas and all that mess that's killing you. You did it. God tells us right there in the Bible what kind of foods we should eat. And even the things that we should drink. We need to use some common sense. We're killing ourselves. And a lot of us, we just go to these doctors, get the doctors to give us pills after pills after pills after pills and, and, and make us go crazy. And I know that for a fact because my, my baby daughter just went through that, going through the pills that the doctors gave her, that she had a psychotic experience, totally lost her mind. And the only reason she got because we had some intercessors praying. 
asking God to restore her mind and God restored her mind. She, she was at a state where she couldn't ask God nothing. She, didn't, she was gone because of a psychotic episode that she was in. And sometimes we walk around every day in a psychotic uh, episode because we don't think for ourselves. We don't rely on God. We don't rely on the spirit of God that's living in us. He gives us a choice. And I pray that you all choice is to get it right standing with him so you can get the double for all that stuff you went through last year. You can get the Lord's be in the Lord's favor. He'll open some doors for you. He'll close some doors. Doors that are not, not supposed to be open, he'll close them. Oh, income tax money. God will give you some wisdom as to what to put down for deduction. Or give you favor with the auditor. I've been there, done that, and I know he'll do it. He'll give you favor. Said said Jesus grew in favor and wisdom with God and man. And that's what he wants us to do. Grow in favor and wisdom as we walk this journey. I love you all. I'm going to close out and pray. Bernie, Miss, Miss, Miss Bernie, yes. could you read the prayer for me? Uh, okay. All right. And you all have a good week. And uh, this, this Bible, this, oh, okay. Let her read the prayer. The, the Bible study is online. You can go to Google, go to Google. And podcast and put in my name Vera Glass and you'll see you you can pick it pick up any of the podcasts and it'll be noted Bible study. Uh, so I'll put this on be about uh, half an hour. So maybe later on at night I'll have it on on Google, or you can go Spotify. Either one, any any of those links is on. Okay. 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 All right, Miss Birdie, close us out in prayer, please. You all be blessed and have a wonderful week. Expect your double portion this year. Have a blessed day. Okay. Okay. Amen. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.